Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. It's Thursday. Normally, our friend Mark Lupo joins us on Thursday, but he's traveling. He's in LA. So, our dear friend Corey Andrew jumped over from Friday to Thursday, and he's here, hopefully, uh, right now. Corey, are you there? I am here. Yes, I jumped, darling. Anytime you call, I jump. You know it. Thank <laughs> you. No, that sounds terrible, but thank you for jumping in today, my friend. Oh, Corey, last night I went to see this play. Mm-hmm. It's called Take Me Out, starring Jesse Williams. You know him from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. And Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family. Oh, it's fabulous. Do you know anything about this play? Yes, yes, I saw it as well. Oh, what did you think? Um, well, I was a little distracted. Well, a lot well, distracted. Let's, but um... let's get that out the way quickly. There's full male nudity yeah. in this play. Now, I did I did know about yeah. it before I went in. Oh, Corey, you see everything. So if you want to see Jesse Williams, you don't see Jesse Tyler Ferguson no, naked. No. But if you want to see Jesse Jesse Williams, how shall I put this nicely? Because we're a family show. He's a he's a very large talent. <laughs> he's a big. Yeah. Um, he's a he's, he's a an exceptional gifted talent. young man, isn't he? He's a gifted young man. <laughs> very healthy young man <laughs> so you get to see him but outside of that and that is one reason to go i'm not i'm not gonna be a prude here to see a star with a huge penis <laughs> it's delicious <laughs> no, i gasped no. i loved it but yeah. 
The play's fantastic. It it's really set is. It's basically in a locker room of a professional baseball team. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to give too much away, but it sort of deals with homophobia, yeah. racism, class, masculinity, sports. I'm not a big sports fan, but it deals with all that. Yeah. Oh, I had such a fantastic time. If you were in New York, check this out if you like a good play, and if you're a bit of a perv, <laughs> check it out too, because you... Corey, when he pulled down his trousers and he's wearing these tight shorts, I was like, oh my. Two seconds later, the shorts were yeah. off. And there's water, too. There's, like, shower scenes. There's a shower scene. Yeah, that shower scene. Cool. Yeah. I had, oh to, I had, to, I had to excuse myself for intermission. Ah, I got myself a little flush. <laughs> I was like, oh, my word. Oh, my word. And I said, a good seat, too. So I was right up close. I was too close. Yeah. Oh, so you were Terrible. like, there. you almost got your eye put out. I see. <laughs> Fabulous. Right. The play's great, too, honestly. The play's a really great play. Hey, let's jump into what we've got going on today. And it's none of that. Don't worry. I'm mm. not going to... Be exposing anything but celebrity dish. Yes. What time is it, my friends? It's tea, tea time. time. Jennifer Lopez has done this amazing new interview on the cover of Vogue, and she describes co-parenting with Ben Affleck's ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. Mm. So they are raising Violet, who is 16, so she's a teenager now. You know, 16 is a tricky age. Serafina, 13. Samuel, who's 10. She's also got her own twins, who are 14-year-olds, with Mark mm-hmm. Anthony, she said that blending their families, they've been doing it since their July wedding. And she said, and I think this is really smart, it needs to be handled with so much care. She goes on to say, quote, they have so many feelings. They're teens. Mm. When you're teens, yeah. you've got all those feelings. Yep. But so far, it's going really, really well. She said she hopes to cultivate a family where the kids see her as an ally. Mm. So not necessarily a mom, but an ally. Somebody that really loves them and cares about them and wants them to do their best. And I think that's a really lovely way to think about about this so the two got engaged for the second time mm. in april two decades after they first broke up i was jennifer's publicist back yes, then two decades right. ago and i love that she's being so thoughtful about this she talked to that before ben she was engaged to a rod and she became really close with his kids mm-hmm. too so when you start dating seriously with somebody with children you have to think of the whole package she's not just marrying ben affleck here she's really marrying that entire family including jennifer gardner in a strange way because jennifer is always going to be around my sources tell me they get on shockingly well because j-lo and jennifer gardner i mean you couldn't think of two more different celebrities They're, they're so different just human beings forget celebrities they're just so different in their values or that they appear to be but deep down no they're not they're both just amazing hard-working people who love their kids yeah. and i think you can apply that love to kids that are not biologically yours too i like this word i want to be an ally mm-hmm. to them what do you think about all this Corey? well you know i do think it's a little tricky because what happens with the relationship between a-Rod's kids now and Jennifer Lopez. Like, she's not really mm. talking about that. Like, Jennifer can't, like, all of a sudden pop up to see A-Rod's kids once he gets remarried to someone just because mm-hmm. they used to have a relationship. So there is still this really weird gray area with children. So uh, to your point, I just really recommend people be very cautious on how they, how they handle these situations with kids because they are trying to process just the everyday of life, let alone now you're throwing this curveball at them. 
of knowing it's who It's a lot, is isn't it? Yeah, it's really tricky. Yeah, it's a lot when you're a teenager. Did you have people come in and out of your life when you were growing up? My mum and dad are, are still married. They've been married for, I think, like 60, 70 years. Mm. And so we had, like, friends of my mum and dad that came in and yeah. out a little bit. But there was never any other romantic interest. What about you, Corey? No, my mother pretty much, uh, she never she never got married, but she did have maybe two serious relationships uh, throughout uh, the time when I was young. So... Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I they were long term, so I really did get relationships with these people and, and get to know them. And even after they broke up, I would see them and still be cordial and be gracious to them. I like so, that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the way to do it here. I, I love this story. You know, we think of J Lo as J Lo, not Jennifer, mm. and there's certainly a difference. When I worked with her, when I thought of her as a superstar, I called her J Lo. When I thought of her as a human being, right. I called her Jennifer Lopez. Right. And th- th- there was a, such a difference that that amazing sort of force of nature on stage with the costumes and the hair and the makeup that isn't who she is every day Mm -hmm. she doesn't wake up on that pole (laughs) singing (laughs) waiting for tonight like that isn't who she is on a daily basis the first time i met her gosh this is going to sound awful but it's not this kindness here the first time i met her i was almost disappointed that she wasn't spinning around (laughs) with a fan blowing her hair everywhere she was just sitting at the table with her hair pulled back in a ponytail yeah, yeah. and talking like a normal human being and I was like oh I wanted the other J-Lo yeah, yeah. and then I realised <laughs> that's just the very small part of, of who she is so the children are getting to see her really as Jennifer which I think is is just amazing but what do you think about this our poll question of the day Jennifer Lopez is describing co-parenting co-parenting with Ben Affleck's ex-wife Jennifer Gardner and she said it's going great do you believe her that's the question <laughs> Here, slightly naughty. Do you believe her? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow uh, to hear your results. Hey, Corey Love, what are you working on? Yes, well, I think some women will really identify with this the story. So Meghan Markle says the word difficult is actually the code word for B-I-T-C-H. I had to spell it rather than Ooh. say it. So Meghan Markle yeah, yeah, believes yeah. calling a woman difficult is a code word for the B word. And, you know, she's revealed that she she has a visceral reaction when she hears that word. The 41-year-old royal said in the latest episode of her Archetypes podcast that the label of we'll say it, bitch, tends to be given to a specific type of woman. What these people are implying when they use that very charged word is that this woman, oh, she's difficult, Markle said. Mm. Now, the Duchess of Sussex says the B word is a label that's constantly thrown around. Labeling a woman as a B word or as difficult is often a deflection, Markle said. It's a way to hide some of her really awesome qualities, her persistence or strength or perseverance, her strong opinion, and maybe even her resistance. Resilience. Now, she added also that calling someone the B word or difficult is often someone else's way to belittle and dismiss mm-hmm. someone. And I have to say that I think that she's onto something here because we know for a long time in business, women have often complained that when a man is tough and forceful mm-hmm. and strong, he's called brilliant. He's called a strong mm-hmm. leader. Mm-hmm. And a woman is often called the B word for those same qualities. Um, oh. Diana Ross has spoken about this. Madonna oh. has talked about this. Dad. My mom has talked about this because uh-huh. she's very independent and strong. So, Rob, uh-huh. I think that Megan's onto something here. What do you think? Oh, I- 
I do too. And I've got to be careful here because I don't use the B word. I don't. Mm. I try to be really careful with my words, but I do use the word difficult. I do. Talk about that and now once, when yes. I say difficult, I'm going to say it as a compliment. <laughs> if I call somebody, di- I know, if ever I call you difficult, know that it's a compliment because yeah. it means you are strong, you are independent, mm-hmm. you will persevere. I what I don't like about this, and Megan's hit the nail on the head, is that I probably, and I hate to admit this, I probably think, if I don't say it, that women are more difficult than men, Mm. and that's not true. It's the way I've been raised. When a woman's strong and smart and independent, I'm like, ooh. And when a man does the same thing, I think he's brilliant. And so I've seen this in my own life. Miss D and my good self, we've worked at many of the same magazines, TV shows, radio shows, together. And when I say stuff, they're like, oh, it's fantastic. Miss D says the same thing. And they're like, "Mm mm-hmm, push it. We do do it, don't we? So I think instead of trying to change the world here, let's change ourselves. Mm. And in the process, we will change the world. So the next time you want to call somebody difficult, look and see if it's a woman or a man. And I bet it's going to be a woman. The word that we use on this show, and I learned it in my celebrity PR circles, if somebody is difficult or the B word, we call them tricky. Yes, yes. You you taught me that very early on, and I never forgot it. I, I call people that are difficult or the B word tricky. And I hopefully apply that to both men yes, and women. Equal. It's a gender neutral yes. type of word. So the next time somebody is awful, and there are awful people, both men and women, you know, there are, let's be mm-hmm. honest here. Sometimes I think we want to be so uh, rose colored that we're like, oh no, the world's all great. I think the world is genuinely great. I'm an optimist, yeah, but yeah. my goodness, there are some people in this yes. world who are tricky. Tricky, tricky, <laughs> tricky. Megan's on to something here. I'm going to be really careful. The next time I want to call somebody difficult, I'm going to look and see if it's a man or a mm. woman. And maybe, as Megan says, it's more about what I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling insecure. Uh-oh. Or I'm feeling like I don't quite measure up. I want to belittle them. It's interesting. Let's check this out. Okay, mm. let's move along. Yes. So there's trouble at The View again. Ooh. So Sunny Houston, who I really like, makes me smile. Love a lawyer, her. really smart. And Alyssa Farron Griffin, who I think was from the White House, the Trump White she House. Was. They got into a fight on The View. It got so heated that Whoopi was like, we've got to go to break. So when they go to break, you know it's going to be really, (laughs) really intense. And what I'm told here is that, yes, this show is about different opinions and that's what makes it so great. However, Mm. when you start calling names or misquoting people, then it gets really ugly. And what they're frightened of is another Meghan McCain situation where it gets so toxic, you just don't want to work together anymore. I try really hard to have people around me, maybe not necessarily friends, but people around me with different point of views. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy that. But I definitely try not to get to the place where we're calling names or I'm misquoting you. So what happened here is that Alyssa accused Sonny of saying that Republican women were roaches. And Mm. she said, I I never said that. It was a simile. And then they got into that. And then Whoopi said, let's tone it down. They did come back to 
from, from break. And admittedly, and I'm glad that she, she did this, Alyssa did say that she had missed quoted her and that she wasn't saying that and she she said I'm not saying that white Republican women are bugs and so they they clarified it and I'm glad they did but this is going to be something they've constantly got to worry about or think about at The View is these opinions are great Corey Mm -hmm. but when does it become nasty yeah but it's also kind of funny for a Whoopi to be the one to go to commercial I mean she (laughs) I mean honey we've seen Miss Whoopi have moments herself so so for her to have to stop the the show uh, that's that's just kind of funny in itself but yeah I agree you know you invite all these different opposing views on the show that's the, the purpose of the show so you can expect the heated moments and I think Alyssa to be honest I mean you know I may not agree with her politics, but I do think that she really holds herself well and and respectfully in this venue. Uh, this was just a little hiccup. Hopefully, they they can move past it. I have faith. Yeah, in don't them. get into another Meghan McCain situation. No. That's the last thing we need. Hey, what's going on with Selena Gomez? What's what's that girl up? To? Yeah, well, you know, she's got that great documentary that's out now about her. That's oh, people yes. Have really, you watched it? Yeah. I haven't seen <gasps> it's it. It's really good. Yeah, it looks oh, really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I look forward to seeing it. But you know, she's she wants people to know that she isn't, quote, put together, you know? I don't want people to ever look at me and think she has it all, she says. So she's 30 years old and she has a new soul-bearing documentary called Selena Mm -hmm. Gomez, My Mind and Me. And she says, I really think, ultimately, I wanted people to realize that I'm not that put together. I can be, but I don't want people to ever look at me and think she has it all. Now, Gomez called out this relatability is especially important to her because she has felt pressured to appear perfect in the past, which makes sense, you know, the pop star and everything's gotta be flawless and glossy, you know, that's that world. But she says, I felt like I had to be perfect when I was, you know, going through relationships and my favorite thing I say in the documentary, I have bipolar, I learned how to live with it, and I just have made it my friend, she said. Now, I always say there's a blessing in the breaking. There is no perfect way to heal. There's no perfect way of dealing with something. It's more just how I am going to be a better person. Sounds like she read the foreword answer, darling. Thank you, thank you. I like it. I think it's really smart here. I think it's great. There's something so interesting in not being perfect. As somebody who was a perfectionist for a long time, an unhappy perfectionist, because you can never, ever get to perfection. Mm. Once I learned to let go, I'm not saying give up, but let go of that and be me, life got better. Do you have friends who can't even post a picture on Instagram without putting filters on it or looking? And and it makes me so sad. It makes me a little angry too, but it makes me so sad. I have this one friend, and whenever we go out, he he takes a picture of the two of us, and then before he posts it, he has to filter Mm. it. And I say to him, like, do do whatever you want to your face, but don't do mine. Right. Like, I don't want to look like, you know, <laughs> some crazy lady on the Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Like, I want to look like me. And so, and it makes me sad. I do have compassion for it, Selena. You're the best. Hey, let's get to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schroeder with our dear friend, Corey Andrew. Hey, Corey, let's get to the polls. Yesterday, we revealed that Chris Evans was People Magazine's sexiest man Mm. alive. What do you think, a good choice or a bad choice? Let's have a look. 60% said a good choice. I think it's a safe choice. I don't know if I say a good choice. I get it. Yes, he's sexy. He's a nice guy. Mm -hmm. He loves dogs. You know, (laughs) he ticks all the boxes for me. He's a safe choice. I would have done Harry Styles or Little Nas X. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
controversial, but yeah. I would have gone somebody a little bit more excited. <laughs> what about you? Who would you pick? Um, oh gosh, I love uh, again. Idris Elba does it for me. Ooh. But he already was, you know, he's he already did it. it. Though, he's done it already. He has yeah, done it that's once. True, that's true. You can do it twice, but oh yeah, he's handsome. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow uh, to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Of the day. Oh, yes. Well, Jennifer Lopez again in the news. Mm. She's revealing how she and Ben Affleck reconnected from his first email. And then they evolved to having secret visits. So, you know, Ben, who she was engaged with like nearly 20 years before, he emailed her to tell her that a magazine had asked him for a comment about a profile they were doing. And I guess he wanted her to know that he gave her a glowing one. Lopez and Affleck, who recently split from Ana de Armas, started regular correspondence. Now, soon they started making secret visits to one another homes. And he was calling her by the nickname he gave her years ago, which is Little. And that's a nod to the fact, yes, Little. Uh And that's a nod to the fact that at six foot four, Four, which is that's a sexy <laughs> height. He's a, big, He's a boy. big boy. He's a big bird. That makes him one foot taller than Jennifer. Mm. <laughs> so he calls her little. Now she says, little. obviously we were not trying to go out in public. You know, they didn't want to reboot their love story in the public eye. But she says, I never shied away from the fact that for me, I always felt like there was a real love there, a true love there, referring to Ben, whom she split from in 2004 after almost marrying. Now, you know, people in my life know that he was a very, very special person to me. And when we reconnected, those feelings for me were still (gasps) very real. I'll just say that um, um, Leah Remini is not necessarily on board with this, we think, right? This reconnection. Leah's not around. I think they've had a falling out. I like this. When when I went to J-Lo, he did. He called a little, and I always predicted they'd get back together. It was real love. I like this, too. And make the initiative. He emailed her. Email somebody. If you have something to say or something... Some feeling? Don't be shy. Yeah. The, the, the worst that can happen is they hit delete. Mm. A beautiful love story. Let's do our naughties of the naughty, day. Naughty, 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 naughty. Casey Anthony is sharing her side of the story in a very controversial documentary on Peacock. So Peacock has announced Casey Anthony, mm. Where the Truth Lies, is a limited documentary regarding accusations that she murdered her daughter. Mm. I don't know about this one. It all feels really wrong to me. I know she was acquitted. And in America, in the world we live in, we have to go with that verdict. Mm -hmm. We can have different feelings about it. But this feels to me like something that I will not be watching. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. The late Anthony Bourdain said the following, and I wish... He had listened to himself a little more. I love this quote. Your body is not a temple. It's an amusement park, so enjoy the ride. Hmm. Stop thinking of yourself as a temple, something that needs to be worshipped. And think of yourself more as an amusement ride and have lots and lots of fun. Hmm. That is it for today. Hopefully we had a little fun for 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Corey show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going, if you're going to be going naughty, to be naughty You've got, You've got to, be to be nice. nice. Take care, Bye-bye, everybody. Everyone. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.